I'm going to give two this summer. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to give two blowjobs this summer. It's on my bucket list. (laughs) Hi, welcome to our podcast. Thank you for listening this week. And uh, yes, we are going to get to a fun story that we liked very much Mm -hmm. where someone wrote out a summer bucket list of all the activities she wanted to do in the summertime. Mm -hmm. And then she left it in the change room of an Urban Outfitters near Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. And then someone found it and now is sharing it all over the internet. And it's hilarious and adorable. First thing I want to mention, this is a summer bucket list for 2017. Mm -hmm. I want the person who wrote this to come forward yeah. and, and, you know, confirm if they finished off their summer bucket list. That's right. If Yeah. Yeah. I want all those check marks done. And if not, yeah. let us, let the world and the internet who now is so invested in your summer fun help you to accomplish the things you wanted to do. Like go to Randyland <laughs> and have sex and hook and, up with Jacob one more time. And give two blowjobs. It was funny that it was two blowjobs. Now, the question that comes from this is, she says she wanted to hook up with Jacob again, but Mm -hmm. she also wanted to have sex and give two blowjobs. So are we to assume that she didn't have sex with Jacob when she hooked up with him or blow him? Good. Wow. Yeah. Right. Good question. Maybe hooking up, because I remember when I was in high school, hooking Mm -hmm. up was like making out and Uh, maybe touching a boob, uh, you know? Yeah. But, um... But if they've graduated from high school, maybe it is sex. But, yeah, I, I have a lot of questions about Jacob, <laughs> where they stand now, too, right? Yeah, that's right. Um, what was so great about him that you wanted to get after it again? Yeah. And I also, uh, I also like, we, we did talk about this in the podcast a little bit, too, that you'll, you'll hear. But Randyland. What is Randyland? Yeah. You know, we thought maybe Randyland was, like, you know, another euphemism for <laughs> sexual intercourse as well. Like or, a one-way ticket to Randyland, baby. Yeah. Or it was a dude named Randy, and Randyland was... Was his penis. <laughs> or it's just a feeling that you get when you're feeling real good, you know? <laughs> Randy Land? Turns out Randy Land is a museum in Pittsburgh. She also, on here, is so specific. She wants to get a boob hickey. A boob hickey. Not in a neck hickey. <laughs> One on her boob. I have never given a boob hickey. Jen, have you ever gotten a boob hickey? I can't imagine it's a good thing. Like, I would stay away from giving a hickey on a boob. It sounds like... That's sensitive tissue to be hickeying. Yeah. No comment. <laughs> Do you know where it's really good for a hickey, though? Where? Right under the rib cage. I remember when I... Very nice. Weird. Uh, when I was uh, <laughs> when I was in high school and I didn't know how to give a hickey, I would practice on my arm. And I would have hickeys on my arm. I'd be like, it's a bruise! <laughs> <laughs> like, you'd think it was something that you should be giving? You well, should. like, cause you like, you're like, oh my god, did you see? Like, Kayla, she had a hickey on her neck, and I was like, how do you do that? <laughs> <laughs> so I was practicing on my arm. That's very funny. Mm-hmm. But you know, now if you had hickeys all over your arm, you could just say that you went hot cupping. You got hot cups. Yeah. Right. Weird mouth-shaped hot cups. <laughs> <laughs> a new type of massage where a bunch of people start sucking your back <laughs> to release toxins. <laughs> Oh, fun. Oh, we have fun. Yeah. So it's this and a lot more and two blowjobs <laughs> on this week's PJ Party Podcast. You're going to a one-way ticket to Randy Land for this podcast. <laughs> Jack Knox from the Times Colonist put out a list of the weird things that were donated to the TC book sale this year. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, and we thought this would be a perfect opportunity today on the Afternoon Zone to play another rousing rendition of book, not a book. All right, kids. Here we have The Road 
not a book? Sorry, The Road is a book by Cormac McCarthy. It's a very grim tale of a man and his son struggling for survival in a post-apocalyptic America. All right, next up, this urn full of cat's ashes. Not a book? That's right. That's not a book. <laughs> okay, next up, The Lottery. Not a book. No, I'm sorry. The Lottery is a short story by Shirley Jackson, a tale of conformity gone mad. Aww. Yeah, okay. All right, one more here. Brass knuckles and an FBI fingerprint kit. Uh, not, not a book. That's right. Yes! Those things are not a book. Jenny, the first thing said she said to me today when I came in is that she's got a new theme song. Mm-hmm. So Kanye West, I guess, released two songs on his website. If you go to his website right now, there's two songs there. And uh, there's one, and it sounds really cool at the beginning. And then at the end, it comes in with, like, him saying scoopity poop. Whoopity scoopity poop. So now whenever I uh, am scooping litter for my cat, that's what I think of. And it's a great little theme song. If you would have just told me that today, if you would have came in and said, hey, did you hear the, the new Kanye track? And I said, no. <laughs> and you said, man, there's this weird poop scooping medley breakdown at the end. I would have been like, okay, good joke, Jen. <laughs> Try and feed me another one of your birth control pills and tell me that's a mint that you do to me every day. Yeah. You were not lying. No. Whoop-dee-scoop. Scoop-dee-dee-whoop. Whoop-dee-scoop-dee-poop. Poop-dee-scoop-dee-scoop-dee-whoop. Whoop-dee-scoop-whoop-poop. Poop-dee-dee-whoop-scoop. Poop, poop, <laughs> scoop dee dee whoop, whoop dee dee scoop, whoop dee dee scoop poop. What is that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he's just like a genius because that's probably going to pick up like on the internet oh, and yeah. then going to go viral and everyone's going to be like, what is he thinking? And that could give him some, you know, more attention for his other songs as well. Well, are we the dumb ones last week for being like, oh, my God, you see Kanye's tweeting up a storm. He's really lost it now. Yeah. No, that's good marketing for his song that it was clearly going to come out and a new album probably on the way. Yeah. And then now I feel like I'm really scratching my head being like, are we being trolled or is this the greatest musical genius of our time? I don't know. Scoop, scoop, <laughs> scoop dee dee whoop, whoop dee scoop dee poop. Poop dee scoop dee. He says poop, poop in it. He's just poop saying poop. I like when he goes poop. high with the poop. Poop dee whoop scoop. Poop that. Poop. <laughs> scoop dee whoop. <laughs> whoop dee dee scoop. That's wonderful. Whoop dee dee yeah. scoop poop. Paul Jenny West. In the afternoon zone. I have been swimming and I've really gotten into this like to a level where I never have before. Last summer I started swimming a bit, you know, kind of before summer really hit. I would, like, go to the Y and just swim laps, you know, and I, that was really nice for me. Uh, and this year I've gotten back into it in, mm -hmm. you know, the last bunch of uh, months, and I love it. And I'm, now I'm going to Crystal Pool. And I go at night, and it's $2, and I love it so much. Yeah. Um, it's just become my favorite activity to do at night. And so, but then the other day, Sunday night, Crystal Pool closes early, so I went to... Uh, Oak Bay Rec. Mm -hmm. It's open until like 12.30 at night. Nice. You don't have to be out of the change room until quarter to one in the morning. Whoa. So it's a real uh, cool guy, loose cannon. I was like, I'll stay up till one o'clock in the morning, sit <laughs> in a hot tub. Absolutely. Sweet. And um, 
So, and I've even invited you along too, right? Like, because mm. you were, what were you doing last night? Squats? Oh, no, it was just from boxing. Yeah, there's, I do physical activity and it hurts. I don't like it. My body hurts a lot. Yeah. You know? well, I think that's what happens when you do physical activity, except <laughs> for, um, I sit in the hot tub. Mm-hmm. And the hot tub, I really think, like, maybe I'm just, probably, number one, I'm not working as hard as you are in anything that I do. Like, you go and you have, like, a real hard workout, mm-hmm. and that's why you're sore the next day. I'm not really doing that. Like, mm-hmm. you know. But, but the activity that I do... I feel like I just feel great all the time, and I I want to believe it's because the hot tub melts my pains away. Well, yeah, warm water is good; it relaxes your muscles for right? sure. Yeah, steam rooms and stuff. I also having yeah. a hot shower after is really nice. I sit in the I sit and have a schwitz in mm-hmm. the uh, in the sauna too. So this is my question: I like uh, going to Oak Bay Rec, which I'd never ever been to before in my life. It was fun for me, and I want to do like a tour of pools. All I ever want to hit every single pool in the region. Mm-hmm. And I want to hear who's got the best pool. And there's a like number of criteria that I use. Does it have all those amenities? It can't just be a hole in the ground with water in it because I want to sit in the hot tub. I want to sit and have a schwitz in the sauna. When you go, when you've gone places, where do you usually go? Um, I usually go to Esquimalt Rec Center um, just because it's close to where I'm usually at. Yeah. Which is great. I love it. The hot tub's great. It's a good circle. You know, circle. you're not touching knees with anyone. Okay. Yeah, yeah. it's great. <laughs> See, you're touching knees a little bit at Crystal, mm. and it's a square. And I mentioned this yesterday, too. It's like when you're sitting in there, because it's all right angles, you're pretty much staring dead across right at in somebody's eyeballs mm. every time. Yeah, I like to avoid eye contact when I'm in a hot tub. Same. Yeah, same, definitely. Same, 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 same. So uh, this is the question I'm going to pose out to Zoners. Uh, we got a lot of messages yesterday saying Panorama Rec, which I've never been to. Mm, me neither. Make your case. What pool is best and why? What are the amenities? What am I going to enjoy? Oh, great. If it's, I mean, like, I like going down a water slide. But if it's all a bunch of kid stuff, mm-hmm. I don't really need that. Yeah. I like this one message from James who says that the Oak Bay Rack Center has the hottest hot tub. Oh. Well, temperature <laughs> testing brings a thermometer with them in the hot tub. This hot tub is not hot enough for me. Yeah. I like that. That's good to know. <laughs> that is good to know, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but there's uh, lots of other calls we got. The Langford YMCA is not too far from where I live. Uh, I have a couple kids, and I, I took them there to, to check it out. And it's, uh, the facility's nice. It's all brand new. they got two big water slides that are adult fun. And, like, they go out outside of the building, loop around, and come back in. They've got a, a fair-sized pool and a lap pool beside it. But the, the pool part is a wave pool as well. Sweet. And then they also have a lazy river, you know, those things that you just float around in i believe is a circle and uh they also have a little kiddie pool that's warm water too like that's decent so that's about a foot and a half deep oh yeah yeah that's a thing i never grew up with those pools but they're everywhere now a separate like one foot deep warm water pools not hot it's just warm. Mm-hmm. I'm not yeah. into it at no, all. It's for yeah. children. It's, yeah, it's for no, babies, Paul. <laughs> no, but when you go at night, there's always a ton of dudes just sitting in it. Oh, really? Just like, And I'm just like, why are y'all having a bath together, you guys? <laughs> sitting in a puddle. Together. Yeah. It's yeah. weird to me. But anyway, that's good that they have it for those who are into it. No judgment. Yeah, and their change rooms are awesome big, and they, uh, they give you wristbands to get in and out of the locker. So, like, it, you just put the wrist up to it, and it, it opens up the locker for you. Oh, oh nice. Cool. That's, no loonies or toonies and little pins on you or nothing. Yeah, right. Mm, that's high tech. I like that. I feel like it's checked a lot of the boxes. I really love the lazy river because I'm not much of a swimmer myself. I like to just like float around <laughs> with floaties. Yeah. So that's very yeah. important to me. 
And the yeah, hot tub. The lazy river is fun. I mean, it's my my kids loved it. My son was just like it because it's kind of a big oval, and then it's got a couple little circle pockets you can kind of duck out of and sit in, and then get back into the river. Nice. But it's it's a really nice place, and if you can afford to drive out there, sometimes I don't know if these gas prices the way they are, uh, but uh, yeah. <laughs> but it, it is an awesome pool. My criteria is clean and no hairballs in the change room. Oh, yeah, that's good criteria. <laughs> yeah. And like, yeah. There's a lot of surface growth that I just I don't ever want to be around. No. Yeah, yeah, so are there certain pools that are better or worse in this criteria? <laughs> I'm actually in Duncan, so we only have one choice oh, unless no. we go to, like, a hotel. Right. But then it's open only certain times. <laughs> How does the Duncan Rec Center stack up in terms of hairballs? It's pretty good. I mean, sometimes you just don't wear your flip-flops to the edge and hop mm. in. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's the only facility, and it's pretty big. It has a swirl, water slides, hot tub. Oh, oh I've driven past that. Love that. Yeah. yeah. It's a great point, and uh, I think that's one of the things I'm going to write, because the Crystal Pool going those renovations and all that, I'm going to write that on the board of things they want to see. It's going to yeah. be, let's get someone with the hose in here, just hosing the squeaky. place down. <laughs> hey, so I used to work at a pool. Yeah. Won't say which one. So you want to ask that the desk, if you see a maintenance person, try and ask them uh, maybe, you know, when when do you dump your hot tub? It's usually on mm. Sunday night. So you know you're good till Wednesday. After Wednesday, you don't really want to go in the hot tub. Oh. Uh, that's good to know. That's really good to know, yeah. I, that's interesting because usually I go Mondays and Wednesdays, so I think that's a good schedule I should stick to. Yeah, just stick to that then. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, like all that body butter and stuff would just come off people's <laughs> bodies and just kind of uh, go into the vents and that we had to clean all that out, you know? Yeah, that's great. Come on, you everybody. Know. You're supposed to be really rinsing hard before you get into the tub. Yeah, you know, you are supposed to, but lots of people don't. It's just... I don't know why. They're just lazy, I guess. Yeah. And you think about it, right? You're just like soaking in hot liquid, so all your dead skin cells just pile up, so there's just like a pile. <laughs> I've been on a, oh, no, seriously, I went on a houseboat one time, and there was a, mm. a tub at the top, and everyone's supposed to, you know, drain it. But when you drain it, like the piles of like old dead skin oh, at the bottom is bro, so gross, and you bro. just think like, I am in human soup right now. That's what's happening here. Yeah. Anyway, I went on a bachelor party on a houseboat with that type of hot tub. Yeah. You can imagine at the end of the weekend how gross it was. I I go to the Oak Bay Rec Center quite a bit and use their facilities there, and I love their sauna and steam room there. Feels really good. Yeah, I actually was very impressed. I was at the Oak Bay Rec on Sunday, and how clear the water is in the hot tub. I couldn't believe it. I was like, I can see my feet through this. This water, this is clean. Wonderful. Yeah, maybe they just dumped it the night before. Could be. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I was sitting in the hot tub and, uh, you know, the nice elderly lady across from me and we were kind of talking and I was probably being a little too flirtatious and I should have been. Mm. <laughs> and one thing led to another and, yeah, the offer came out. Needless to say, I'm scarred for life for that one. Tell, Tell us about the, the offer. offer. Yeah, what use exact words. Um, it was a couple of years ago. Basically, she said, why don't you come to my house? Mm. and we'll have some drinks and see what happens. Mm. I was like, oh, I have a girlfriend. She's like, it's okay. Once a month, and I'll take care of you, whatever you need, was the gist of it. Wow. Yeah. So I don't go back there anymore. 
indecent proposal. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, yeah. I kind of like that you were flirting with her, though, to begin with. Yeah, how were you doing that? You I'm just splashing water in her naturally, direction? So I, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, think, I think I just, a little too much, and mm. I think she was looking for something, too. So. Hey, yeah. Just bad timing, yeah. I just love that, you know, you're flirtatious, and your flirtatiousness knows no age barrier. I love that about <laughs> like, you. Hey, we're all people, man. Doesn't matter how old, color, skin. That's right. I love that. That's what I always try and say, too, is that my type is uh, aged 18 to dead. 18 to dead. Well, I wouldn't go for dead, but... No, me neither. That's for me. That's the cutoff. (laughs) Oh, no. We have another disappointing story. Yeah. It's uh, another in a series that we've started that we like to call... Nanaimo! Police say they're investigating after pins were found in meat products sold throughout Nanaimo, B.C., RCMP say they've had three reports about food tampering at separate stores in Nanaimo since December 2017, but no injuries have been reported. In each case, a pin, which is actually similar to the ones used for sewing, was found in a pepperoni stick or Ukrainian sausage made by Grimm's Fine Foods. Investigators believe the products were tampered with while on display. And uh, Constable Gary O'Brien says the public needs to be especially vigilant and inspect meat products before eating them. And to all this, we just want to say... Nanaimo! I have a feeling we're going to get really well acquainted with the words of Constable Gary O'Brien throughout this feature. Oh, (laughs) yeah! I uh, recently went up to Lanceville to visit some uh, friends of mine there. Oh, my God, Jenny, they breed French bulldogs, puppies. Little puppers. So you can imagine a yard full of just like these nuggets rolling around and biting each other. It's very cute. Plus, even the grown-up ones are nice to pet. Anyways, uh, up in Lanceville, spent a little time, wandered around, went to the pub and all that. Uh, So, uh, yeah, nice place and everything, just north of Nanaimo. And I'm hearing right now that uh, they actually are thinking about possibly changing the name. Um, (laughs) Lanceville, you know who that's named after? No. A guy named Fraser Harry Lance. Hmm. He never even lived in Lanceville, it says in the newspaper. According to a local historian, Brian Blood, the mining boss... Uh, rolled into town for business in 1919 and then left in a hurry when the company fell on tough times. Hmm. That's what the town is named after. And so there's a feeling now for some people that the town, which is a very cutie, lovely little town, Mm -hmm. deserves a better name. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, maybe we can brainstorm. I don't know. Um, uh, Well, they have an idea. Oh, okay. During the financial crisis, Lance disappeared and was never heard from again. He doesn't really deserve his name attached oh. to this community. We deserve better. That's oh. according to this uh, historian again. And he added that a better option would be to change the town's name to Seaside because of where the community is located. And it's true. It's right next I to like the water that. there. Right? That sounds good. Yeah. It's an easy change, I think. Seaside immediately, I think of Seaside, Oregon, though, which is mm. quite famous. A little resort town in Oregon. Right. <laughs> but I do like that you had this, like... 1900s shyster mining guy who was like, ah, tough times, I'm out of here, and blows out and leaves the town behind, but gets it named after him Yeah, I don't know how that happened initially. It seems like a weird person to name a town after, but whatever. I also hate changing anything's name, too, because it's like, where are we going? Seaside. Where? Lanceville. Oh, 
to say Lanceville. Is it worth it? Probably yeah, not. Yeah. Hello? Is that Johnny? Yeah, it is. Hey, Johnny, just real quick, what do you think they should rename Lanceville? Definitely no Pantsville. Mm. Love it. Good job, Johnny. Yes, Good yes. job. Thank you. We'll bring it up <laughs> no with uh, the government and uh, we'll make that happen for you for sure. Yeah. Bring sure. it up to the State Department. <laughs> <laughs> Run it up the flagpole all the way up. All the way up. Thanks, Johnny. Thank you. Yeah, no Have a good one, guys. Bye. Bye. Wow, Justin Trudeau is over in Vancouver today unveiling this new office tower that's going to go on top of an old Canada Post building that's going to be home to now 3,000 Amazon employees. And today in the afternoon zone, some of the jobs that we are most interested in are the drone air traffic controllers. Uh, this is drone remote control 2371, a cargo of stretch pants and a vegan cookbook requesting clearance for takeoff. Uh, 3871, I'm just going to have to ask you to remain in holding pattern as we have a delayed arrival of a personal massager and novelty cat scratching post coming your way. Copy that, Tower. Hey, uh, what does that novelty cat scratching post look like? Oh, it's just uh, like one of those DJ ones. Oh, I see. And it looks like the cat is... Scratching. A DJ, like scratching on turntables. That too as well, yeah. Uh, There's also like the Donald Trump head where you can scratch his head. Oh, that's super neat. 402, expected approach time... In the Times colonists today, it uh, looks like the Greater Victoria School Board has been having a whole bunch of meetings about um, dress codes within mm-hmm. schools. And this has been happening since uh, 2016. And they kind of uh, figured out a, a, a way to go about dress codes in schools. And it's kind of more of like a general dress code for anyone, any gender. Mm. And I, I'm kind of liking it. Mm. Um in in the past, we've seen that, you know, dress codes are a little bit more strict for girls than they are for boys. Yep. Um, so they're not looking at gender specifics. They're just looking at, you know, if the, the T-shirt that they're wearing is promoting alcohol or drugs or any sort of, you know, sexist or racial remark or anything like that. Of course, that is inappropriate for school. Yep. Um, but they still want to um, explore, you know, factors such as like individual expression of identity, which yeah. I think is important in, totally. in high school and yeah. in middle school. You you're starting to find like who you are, what your style is, and what you you know associate yourself with as well. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of cool to see it um, come out and and see that it's just more of a a general dress code and not specific. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, what they were saying in the paper too is that it's tough, you know, because uh, you want the focus of the new dress code so that no one should feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. and that you can't discriminate against somebody because of what they wear, no matter which way that goes. Yeah. Which is interesting. Just what is appropriate for school. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I grew up, I've told you this, I think, before, Jen, but Mm. I grew up uh, going to a school with a uniform, like straight up uniform. Interesting. And I watched stuff like this and I felt bad for the girls too because they had a lot of, you know, like your, because it was all kilts, Mm -hmm. but your kilt can't be so far above the knee. Mm. And I never actually saw it happen, but I know there were stories of teachers or principals or whoever getting the ruler out. What? Yeah. And actually, no, I did know girls who would do this because there was this maneuver mm-hmm. that the girls would do where they'd get their skirt measured, mm-hmm. ruler to the knee, to the bottom of their skirt, and then they would do this thing where they flip the skirt up at the waist. Oh, yeah. So you'd get like another inch and a half, like just go whoop, whoop every yeah. time you flipped it. So they'd hike their skirts up a little bit because the girls want to show a little leg, right? I guess. I don't know. Yeah. That's what they, wa- that's they, what wanted, they to wanted to do. And that's what these dress codes are very like, you girls can't distract the boys, right? Uh, it's all that. Yeah. And that's what's so brutal about it. 
Well, it's nice to see that, yeah, that's a revamp, especially in, in Victoria as well, too. It's not about that. It's not about distracting. It's just yeah. about what is appropriate for school. Yeah. You know, if yeah. you're going to gym class, you know, what's appropriate for that? If you have right. a, a chemistry class, what's appropriate for that? Yeah. You know? You can't so. just wear a shirt that says, like, <laughs> I hate a type of people across yeah. it. No. Fair. That's no doubt. Yeah, that's, let's have that on the books. And let's have that for, like, everyone in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Beyond, you know. You know me, Jen. Like I said, I hated wearing the uniform as a kid in mm-hmm. school. I felt like, mm, I can't express myself by wearing a band t-shirt. I'm 15 and dumb. Mm. But, like, now that I'm older, I wear the same thing every single day. You do have a uniform that I you wear. I rock the uniform, and uh, I should have appreciated it more in high school. Oh, you, know, okay. you just wake up, and you're just like, same shirt, same pants every day. Mm-hmm. You can express yourself through that. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's how life kind of works, too. Mm-hmm. You got to wake up. You got to wear a uniform to work pretty much, right? Mm-hmm. Might as well get into that while you're in school. Yeah. How's the zone? Not even straight. You guys talking about uniforms and thought you'd like this one. It was in Europe last summer, and the men driving the buses weren't allowed to wear shorts. And so how they protested was they all wore skirts. I love that. So there were all these great photos of these guys totally rocking the skirts that the girls were wearing. That's really cool. I've worn a skirt and it's the loveliest. It's so breezy. (laughs) It's so breezy. That I want to see. I really want to see a photo of that. (laughs) (laughs) The Victoria School Board is kind of rejiggering and tuning up their dress code for the modern day. And Mm -hmm. um, because you want just everyone to be able to be comfortable and express themselves and you don't want to discriminate against anyone. Um, pretty much the new dress code is as long as your t-shirt isn't committing a hate crime, yeah. it's good to go. Pretty much, yeah. This is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a few uh, good uh, messages from various people about their uh, days in school. Darren writes, I got kicked out of class in 1983 for wearing a t-shirt with a picture of a cow and the phrase, sounds like bullshit to me. The funny thing is my mom got it for me. <laughs> Pretty good t-shirt. Yeah, that's a pretty good t-shirt. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and then we were just talking about how you were like, oh, I'd like to wear skirts more. Yeah. But you don't know what to pair them with. I don't really know how to with. wear them. I'm not good with fashion. I don't know, you know, what to pair with a skirt, you know, what kind of top that goes with it. But mm-hmm. then you came with a sweet tip. Well, this guy I work with at the Royals always looks super tip top. And one mm-hmm. time I went to him, I was like, dude, why do you, like, how are you dressed so well all the time? You stri- don't strike me as a guy who, you know, is like super fashion forward or knows what he's doing, how to dress himself. Mm-hmm. Like, how, what, what do you, how do you do that? And he's like, yeah, no, I don't care. I just, I go to the store. He goes to a store that he likes to close from and he points at the mannequin mm-hmm. and he's like, I want all these. That's the outfit. Like top to bottom, shirt, sweater, boots, belt, socks, pants, all that. Just give me the whole thing. Yeah. That's what he, And then he just, that's the outfit. And he just wears that. That's a smart move because they're professionals. They know what looks good. They, yeah, they hand-picked it out. You yes. don't have to do anything. It's kind of like having someone who really knows what they're doing picking out outfits for you. You just look like a mannequin. There you go. So That's the dream, looking like a mannequin. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, how should we talk about this dress code thing? This is the question we should ask. What were you sent home from school for as a child? Yeah. That's the question. We're getting so many good messages. Uh, This one says, I got sent home from school in 1990 for wearing an ACDC shirt that said Antichrist Devil Child on it. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, Katie writes, uh, I went through puberty pretty early. Talk about embarrassing getting sent home to put a bra on because boobs. Oh. Yeah, I know. That's ridiculous. Right? So that's one of the good things about the new dress code is that... I mean, you wouldn't do that now, I don't think. No, I don't think so. I don't think you could. Mm-hmm. 
Back in the uh, Zone studio here in the control room with Estelle, our band of the month for April. What I'm interested in is uh, kind of uh, influences. What does a just-turned 19-year-old um, bring to you, or what are you thinking about, or what has influenced you in your musical tastes and when you come to write a song? Wow, I listen to everything. And it's hard to say influence because I feel like I'm influenced by something that doesn't sound anything like what I would write. Mm-hmm. Um, I Probably my favorite artist is Anderson Pack. Okay. Um, wow. Amazing drummer. And uh, um, I love like artists like Lord who kind of poetry first and then music almost second. But wow. it, it's both together. Yeah. So those are probably my like two. And then I like, I really love like rap. Like I love Kanye <laughs> right now. <laughs> I don't know. Right? I'm just getting into it. Okay. Have you heard the new song? Yet? Did you hear the new no, song? No, I'm not, I'm not oh. even like going there. I'm just, just like, can we, can, can we, we just play, play it a little bit for you? Yeah. Hang on, I, 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 I don't want to cry though. No, 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 yeah, no, no, no. It's, it's, it's really just, play this. I don't want to ruin the surprise when you hear the whole song, but I'm just going to kill the, the mic for a sec. So you can hear the best part of it at the end. Whoop-dee-scoop. Scoop-dee-dee-whoop. Whoop-dee-scoop-dee-poop. Yeah, just any uh, any thoughts on them? Still good. <laughs> <laughs> Even when he's singing about scooping poop. <laughs> yeah, we agree. It's, uh, yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's good. Um, interesting news today, though. Mm, yes, go on. <laughs> I want to talk about something completely different. Yeah. We'll talk about Make Happy Day in a bit. In a minute, but um, there's uh, an announcement on Facebook saying that they're going to be adding a dating platform on yeah. Facebook, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the way Zuckerberg was explaining it is like he says everyone posts their relationship status on their Facebook accounts, and we might as well do something about that and oh. make some more meaningful relationships on Facebook. Um, the platform is looking like it's going to be a lot like Tinder or Bumble and the fact that you can, you know, pass a person or mm. say that you're interested in people. But what's cool about it too is they've added like this event page so you can see who is single going to certain events that you oh, may be going to. So see if you're okay. going to a zone show or something, you oh. want to see what kind of singles are going to be there. You can start conversations through that um, if they have, you know, accepted that people can start conversations to try and, you know, right. start a relationship. Kind of like maybe see you there. But yeah, maybe see you there. Exactly. Right. Which uh, I'm, I'm, I like that. And also, my favorite feature about this too is when you start talking to someone um, in hopes of starting a relationship or going on a date. Mm-hmm. There's no picture options, right. so you can't send attachments. So you uh, can't be surprised with any like inappropriate photos. You know what I mean? Yep. So it's just text to text, which is interesting. Uh, yeah, I know exactly what you're driving at. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Eh, you know how my is. Uh, you don't like online dating at all. All these Tinders and Bumbles and uh, now Facebook wants to get on it. It's just like, uh, go outside. And there's all people everywhere. I can't step outside the house without meeting someone and falling in love with them. So, you know what I mean? Mm. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I find it unnecessary. But I understand it's helpful for people. And I know I've gone to weddings with people who met on Tinder. So I yeah. get it. And, it. and I like, though, that Facebook number one is getting uh, chirped online about this. How? Because they're like, no, no, this is not for hookups. Yeah. Hey, listen all up, you 20-somethings. <laughs> Get your casual sex away from this nice, wholesome Facebook dating yeah. app. This is for meaningful relationships. So it's like, oh, it's okay, it's for the elderly. That's nice. <laughs> and um, that's the sweet thing about it. Um, and I actually saw a really good piece of dating advice today that has nothing to do with being online that I would like to pass on to you. Please, I would love it. If you're on a date with somebody, boy or girl, it don't matter, and they stop mid-sentence 
to point out a cutie pupper or doggo? Keeper. That's a keeper. I think I just had another good dating tip for you. Oh, okay. Because uh, we had the other the other tip was um, if you see someone with a dog. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, if no, sorry, not if you see someone <laughs> with a dog. <laughs> if you if you, some if you're with someone and they like stop they, they interrupt themselves they stop their conversation to point out a friendly dog yeah look how cute that dog is um that to me is just like very heartwarming you said you would marry anyone who did that marry I, him right away I don't know if you're allowed to do that because you would marry probably like every person in Victoria a lot of people do that nowadays yeah huh? well no it's interesting I'm reading another thing too <laughs> this is a silly thing I don't know how real this is but. Uh, um, people are saying, or women are saying that uh, if you're with someone and they are uh, mean to their Alexa, mm-hmm. that's maybe a red flag. How can you be mean to Alexa? Well, say if you're like, uh, oh, Alexa, put on this song. And she's like, did you mean a different song? And then the guy starts freaking out. No, like starts yelling at it, you know? I feel like you would go the same way for girls too, mm-hmm. I guess, right? Yeah, Shows yeah. Shows yeah. a little bit of anger problems. You're yelling at and like a... A robot, right. essentially. Yeah, it's that's like weird. maybe that's yeah, that's yeah. right. What's that old adage? Where it's like you should uh, have to uh, spend time with someone as they use the a slow internet computer, <laughs> right? <laughs> to see who they really are as a person. Oh boy, similar to Road Rage. Um, so I mean, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe. How do they treat their Alexa? Good thing to look out for. So as you treat your Alexa, so too do you treat people in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to get my Siri on my phone to respond to Honey. Why? <laughs> I don't know. It just feels good. Honey, can you please put yeah. on this song for me? I think it's because of that, that Kanye West song where there's the sample in it where it's like, uh-huh, honey. You oh, know yeah. that? Yeah. I think that's fun to say. So mm-hmm. I don't want to say it to a person, but I do say it to Suri. I'm always just like, thanks, honey. <laughs> when she gives me good directions. Uh, I'm sure she loves that. Oh, who's Suri? Yeah. She's a robot, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, wow, I was reading this story today that um, a roller coaster in Japan called the Flying Dinosaur. Fun. Yeah. Um, it had to go on like an emergency stop. And so it left 64 people dangling in midair, face down for two hours. So upside down? Upside down. <gasps> Can you imagine? Uh. In fact, they didn't even get the thing going again. Like staff had to go and rescue the people. Um, down this like emergency passage exit. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so can- the last people to get rescued were up there for two hours. Two hours? Wouldn't you like pass out at that point? I'd pee myself probably. Yeah. Was everyone okay? Everyone was okay. No injuries. That's but two hours. That's yeah. terrifying. Have you ever been stuck on a roller coaster before? I don't think so. Aside from, I think every single person who goes to Disneyland and rides this ride <laughs> has this moment. The <laughs> Indiana Jones ride at Disneyland. Oh, okay. I've been stuck on that a couple of times. Yeah. That thing just is like, <laughs> I remember being in Disneyland within the first year it opened and it was very exciting. Oh my God, a new ride, Indiana Jones. This is sweet. And then every time I've been back since then, that thing is always busted. Oh no. Yeah. That's a bummer. How about you? Um... Yes, but it wasn't, it was very anticlimactic. Um, it wasn't like, oh, so scary. It was like, oh, okay. So we, it was at one of those traveling carnivals at oh, yeah. like a mall parking lot in oh. Coquitlam. And we were in the haunted house ride, which is just a slow moving track that goes through a haunted house and people come out and scare you. Right. And it just stopped. 
And they're like, a little announcement came on. It was like, shh, can uh, everyone get out of the cart and walk out of here? <laughs> <laughs> so we all slowly sauntered away and we like ran into the actors as well who were trying to be spooky. It was very, uh, it was very awkward. But nothing quite like that roller coaster. Yeah. Uh, my sister got caught on a, a zipper. You know that zipper one that goes, it looks like a zipper. It goes upside down and everything. She got stuck on one of those. Okay, which, which theme park? Is this at the this Playland? This uh, Calgary Stampede. What's the zipper? I'm trying to think of it. I it, can't. Uh, it looks like a zipper. And it goes up and down and it has like a little loop. And then you kind of get flipped upside down in your cart. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's really high. Yeah, she got stuck in one of those. Like up in the sky? Like yeah. dangling? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Mm. That'd be terrifying. Yeah. Um, yeah, Caleb had a story, too, about he got stuck on the old wooden coaster on the playland. Mm-hmm. So I guess everyone's got a roller coaster story. We'd want to hear more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it is roller coaster season, I want to get, like, pumped to go on roller coasters. I love them. But I, I think do- I love the risk of them, too. And that's why I love, like, the wooden roller coaster at the Peonies. It's like, this could break down at any point. And I'm okay with that. You know? Yeah, that thing's terrifying. Yeah. It's clatter <laughs> apart at any second. If you get a good uh, roller coaster story, we want to hear it. Hi, I have like a story. Roller coaster um, story. Yeah, so it wasn't the roller coaster, but it was the zipper at the Luxton Fair. Mm, the zipper. Um, the zipper again. The zipper. <laughs> <laughs> So it was my one of my girlfriend's 12th birthdays, and they live across the street from Luxton Fairgrounds. And her mom made us pierogies for lunch. Oh, no. The and very fact that the lunch has been mentioned, I know <laughs> yeah. where this is going. Yeah. <laughs> Me and the birthday girl were in the zipper together, and I started to feel sick. And you know how they kind of stop the carts to let people on and off, and you kind of rotate through? Yeah. So we were the cart stopped at the very top, and I started to feel really sick. And I started to puke out the far side, like the graded side on the outside. Yes. So the birthday girl was next to me in the same cart, and she's screaming and yelling for them to let us off. It took like 10 minutes, and they wouldn't let us off right away. And I looked down, and I saw two girls after being let out of their cart yelling, Someone puked at me. Oh. And then I puked running all the way down the side of them that was against the graded side. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and then they got to us, and the carny didn't want to let me off. He told me he was going to hose me down, and I pretty much pushed my way out. <laughs> wow. Oh, my gosh. That is the <laughs> ultimate puking roller coaster story. Ugh. That's bad. <laughs> Nasty. Yeah, it was, it was pretty good. I was laughing hard as I heard the girls coming out being like, Putting pierogies and the zipper on my no-go list. <laughs> yeah, of summer roller coaster definitely, season. Definitely not paired. Yeah. So Victoria is looking into the new vision of the Swartz Bay Ferry Terminal, and we have uh, we have some ideas for you, BC Ferries. Yeah, we have some ideas. Trampolines. Zipline. A water slide. Laser tag. Hammocks. A drive through McDonald's when you buy the tickets. It's also a d- drive through you know, where you buy the tickets uh, when you're driving onto the ferry. That is also going to be a drive through McDonald's. What do you think of that? I think it's great. A petting zoo with baby goats. And kittens. How about a harbor air terminal? A kind woman with a soft voice who reads you a story. Or a nice patch of grass for us to lie on. Or like a couple of conjugal visit trailers. Um. Okay, how about it's a driving range where you hit the balls out into the water. 
But then the balls turn into fish food or like a coral reef or something. We can make that happen. All my life, Jen, I thought that the song uh, You Ought to Know by Alanis Morissette. Love that song. That the line was uh, the cross-eyed bear that you gave to me. That's what I think it is. It and is And I that. will forever believe it. Right? She, like you gave the cross-eyed her. cross-eyed bear that you gave to me. Girl. The, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, right? Because yeah. it went to a fair or something. This is the concoction that I made in my brain was yeah. that they went to a fair and he knocked over bottles with a baseball and won the bear, but it's one of those cheap carnival bears. Right. So it's cross-eyed, but she still <laughs> loves it. It reminds him of him. Dave Coulier, how could you break my heart like this? Yeah, and and what is the actual lyric? The cross-eye bear. The cross-eye bear. Oh! Like you bear, like you... Like bearing that, a cross. Like you, I bear a cross on my shoulder, yes. That like, you gave to me. Like, yeah, you gave her a cross to bear. Oh. Oh. Like a Jesus cross. I'm slightly disappointed to hear that. It's only slightly? Because, it, I, yeah, I thought it was a bear as well. I thought, to this day, I thought it was a bear. What, did you think the carnival bear thing, like I said? No, I just didn't think about it. I was just like, yeah, that's normal. That's a normal thing to say. Like, like <laughs> that cross-eyed bear that you gave to me. <laughs> you pictured an actual, <laughs> like a black bear. Yeah, like, what a weird gift, but I'm into it. <laughs> cross-eyed. Yeah, had some character. <laughs> It's not fair to deny me of a cross-eyed bear that you think you make you, 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 I don't know. Hey, 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 hey. Smoke weed every day. Oh, so big surprise in the news today. Trudeau has left the door open to postponing pot legalization. Postponing again? Again. Are you surprised? What are they doing there? Is it a lot of sampling the goods? <laughs> Get it together, you stoners. Legalize this weed. It'd be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> Jen, the fun thing we were giggling and chuckling about all morning was this viral picture that's going around of a list, a summer bucket list of things that this person left in a change room in a mall. <laughs> There's a lot of inappropriate things on there, so we probably can't mention it. Any racing. of it, really. Yeah. yeah um, um. But it got me thinking, of, like... <laughs> Can I just read some okay, of them? Yeah, read first? the good ones, sure. There's some, like, uh, like I said, there's a few racy things I won't say on the radio, but one of them is have sex. <laughs> good. Hook up with Jacob again. <laughs> again? Eight nice pics for Instagram. <laughs> Specifically eight. Yeah, for the summer, over the summer. Sports game. What about it? Play it? I go to what? one? Yeah, right? Does she want to go to one and play one? I didn't even think about that. Uh, road trip is fice. Mm. Uh, nice. Decorate room. Um, binge new Netflix series. Doesn't say which one. Oh, here's one that's on this list. Randy Land. <laughs> What's that? What is Randy Land? What, what is Randy How do Land? I get a ticket to Randy Land? <laughs> we should Google Randy Land because, and if it doesn't come up immediately as a, like a theme park or something, then it's like, who's Randy? <laughs> is Randy Land a state of mind? What is up with Randy Land? Um, pet a giraffe. That's a tough one. That's a really tough. One. I don't think you're allowed to pet giraffes no. in zoo. <laughs> She's very specific about where she wants to get a hickey. Oh, yep. Buy seven bikinis. Exactly seven. Exactly seven. For every day of the week. Tie a message to a balloon and let it go. Nice. 
That's bad for the environment. That is very bad. <laughs> so it's uh, very cute, very mm-hmm. adorable little summer bucket list. Um, so we were thinking, like, what should be on a summer bucket list? Mm-hmm. Do you have some uh, items? I mean, I haven't really thought about it too much, but uh, definitely get a ticket to Randyland. <laughs> Want to see what that's about. Uh-huh, yeah. um, maybe go kayaking. I've been before, but it's a nice thing to do again this summer. Yeah. Go on a houseboat. Those are fun. Yes. You know? Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I think that, I don't know. Go to Tofino. Mm-hmm. I know I'm doing that already. Yeah. We go surfing. How about you? Um. Okay, so yeah, similarly, I was like, uh, I want to get an ab. Oh, yeah, that was what was That's on mine one of you. as well. I stole it from you, but yeah. uh, one ab would be good. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure how to get it, though. Um. Maybe like a waterfall. Stand under a waterfall. One of these beautiful Vancouver Island waterfalls. Nice. And um and I of course Randyland. <laughs> yep. So you Googled Randyland and it actually looks quite sweet. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh it's like an art museum. It's got like upbeat murals and objects from an artist named Randy Gilson and it's in Pittsburgh. That's cool. Yeah, it looks really cool. Now I want to go to Randyland. Oh, Randyland for sure. Yeah. Hello? Is that Jill? It's Jill. <laughs> Jill, hi, it's Paul and Jenny calling back from The Zone. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. So good. You sent us back, I think, our favorite summer bucket list. Would you mind just going ahead and reading a few of those uh, numbers off for us? So, yeah, spending a night on a sailboat. Um, nice. Driving a convertible the route through Port Renfrew, down through Couch and Lake and back. I haven't done that um, loop yet. Yeah, what's the deal with this loop? Okay, so you can go through Port Renfrew and then, like, back so it connects. So you go down, like, Couch and River near Couch and then, like, back to, like, near Sean again and then down to Malahat. Oh, that's so nice. It's a and great uh, motorcycle trip, I've heard. My boyfriend does yeah, it a lot. No, yeah, no, that would be good, too. But, like, my mom's convertible and it was a blast. So, like, oh, want to do that again. Nice. Uh, motorcycle trip maybe to the States. I don't know, but, like, definitely got to fit that in, too. Okay. Um, hitting Sprout Lake, like, once a month, if not more. Sprout Lake is my favorite lake to spend. Water is so clear, like, mm-hmm. dense so many feet. It's yep. so beautiful. Do you have access to a cabin on Sprout? No, I just, like, will camp or for the day. Cat, sweet. Nice. But, like, it would be nice to have a cabin. That would like a goal. Also, <laughs> if our bucket lists combine, I'm going to be on a houseboat oh. there. And I'll oh, pick okay. you up while you're swimming. Then we nice. can tub on the lake. And then... That would be awesome. Yeah, that would be a really good little and bucket list wear, celebration. Like, it might be too hot, Jenny. We have to wear, like, wear onesies that somehow have to happen. Yeah. Okay, I'm in. <laughs> Whatever, yeah. That sounds good. I'll add it. Okay, like that. Um, but the main thing for me is just a naked lake day. Like, I'm sorry, total nudist. Love spending, like, whole day, like, naked at, like, Prior Lake. It's the best. So, yeah. And also, like, the feeling of being naked in the water is really fun. Yeah. We haven't no, done it I before. Mean, like, I don't know. Like, more people should be cool with that personally. But, yeah, it's a good time. Yeah. Prior's a good time like that. Is uh, just be careful with the sunscreen, okay? Just make sure you. Yeah. Well, I'm ginger. I like bathe every day in the summer. So yes, I have like a whole body suit of sunscreen. Nice. Go to Prior. Um, Jill, I don't think we're gonna beat this. This is a hell of a summer bucket list. Oh, thank you. Well, I'm sure people have other things, and it's really just putting them all together, and then you know you find really great items, if not in the whole list, in people's like individual. So yeah, yeah totally. No, it's a lot of great ideas epic here. Epic list for everyone. <laughs> great. Well, thank you, Jill. Yeah. See you yeah. at prior. All right. That sounds see good. You call. See you at Bye. Bye. This is the news on the PJ Party Podcast. Here's Jenny West. 
<laughs> Prime Minister Justin Trudeau is clearing the air over comments he made yesterday about when his government intends to legalize cannabis. He wants you to be sure. Uh, he told the news conference in Ottawa today that he expects to pass a law this summer that makes recreational use of pot by adults legal, as his government has committed to do. Okay? Oh. So he stayed oh, he to his promise. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, because I tell you, I know this is a big deal. I know there's a lot of things that got to happen. And most especially, I don't think it's about legalizing it because I think he could just smack a hammer down right now and be like, okay, good, it's go, just go, it's legal, good, fine, whatever, do whatever. But it's okay. The big thing is how do we test for it on the road? Yeah, exactly. Right? That's the main thing, yeah. I don't know how to do that yet. No one knows. And Not reliably and cheaply and, and all that, right? Uh-huh. So, and then what's the limit and how much can you and what is, is, is any okay? You know, and that's a tough one. I get it. So you don't want more impaired driving with weed, but... We just want to make sure that everything is ready to go when we legalize pot. But I feel for the guy because he made that mm-hmm. promise. And now if it's like you got to push that back, it's just another broken promise. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when he first got elected, Trudeau, there was a website that went up that was like the promise-o-meter... Oh, okay. And it was it, the website kept track of every single promise that he made in the campaign. And then it was ones that were in progress, ones that were uh, straight up broken, and then ones that he had kept. And I'd like to look at that website now. Mm-hmm. Because he made a lot of really sunny promises back then. That's and right. the legal weed by this summer was one of them. Campaign reform is another one of them. But this one is another, like, that's a, going to be a pretty major, you know, mark against them if that. Weed gets pushed back yeah. another year. We'll see. BC Ferry says it's starting to gather information to reshape the Swartz Bay Terminal. They're looking to talk to stakeholders, community members, and customers to determine how to create a long-term vision. Hot tub! Hot tub! <laughs> hot tub! <laughs> Waiting in the line for a ferry. Hot tub's beside you. You can go for a dip. <laughs> I like that idea. I don't need much at a ferry terminal, but it sure beats, um, you know, like Swanson sure beats Swartz Bay in the terms of it has anything yeah. You know, I mean, in this day and age, all you really need is a bunch of uh, plugins so I can charge my phone while I'm waiting. That's mm-hmm. all I want. If all you have is the waiting room you've got now and then places for me to plug my iPad in, good enough. That's on me. I bring my entertainment. Right. I don't need a bunch of, you know, busy things to keep my mind active or whatever, right? It's like, right. I'll do it. But um, it sure would be nice to have literally anything. Mm-hmm. How uh, about a place to get a coffee? How about a place, you know, maybe a place to get a beer? Go. Is this crazy? Am I talking crazy? Place to get a beer? Watch the ferries coming in and out. It's beautiful there. Oh, yeah. It's so much nicer at Schwartz Bay than it is at Sawasan to look out on. So Mm -hmm. why not? Like a nice patio with a place to get a drink. Just a restaurant. Yeah, if you miss your ferry and having to wait two hours, Uh, a nice restaurant, they'd get a lot of money for that. Totally. Um, Also, I use the walk-on ferry a lot, and there's not much there. There's like that tiny little cafe, um, but it would be nice to have a little... You know, a little something, something there too. Yeah, nice I guess there's spot. a few things there. Like you can buy bracelets and metal signs that say this way to the man cave <laughs> and Canucks parking only. You know, yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Some tchotchke things. Cute. Sarongs and hats. <laughs> yeah, a few more things would be nice. Mm-hmm. I was seeing some people were texting us in ideas of mm-hmm. what how you could be nice there. Someone else was saying uh, a smoking pit. But we just recently got rid of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And I feel for people who work there who smoke and they got to put it on oh. an eight-hour shift. And then, okay, you got 20 minutes break here. Take this a scooter or shuttle bus <laughs> off the premises to go and blow a butt real quick. Like, I, you know, it's yeah. hard. And never mind just people trying to ride the ferries. There's nowhere to smoke anywhere between here and the entire Juan de Fuca Strait. Like, mm-hmm. I know. I don't smoke, but I feel for those people. Yeah, it's tough. 
So, yeah, smoke there would be nice. And Toronto police are investigating after a burned-out car was found dangling from a bridge during a morning rush hour. The fire department has since cut the car down, but the unusual sight generated a lot of speculation. Police originally believed it was part of a movie shoot, but my mind went immediately to Vancouver Mm. because the UBC engineering students, every single year they do a prank with a car. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes they put it on top of buildings. They put... it's a little like VW Bug mm-hmm. or Beetle or whatever they're called. Mm-hmm. Um, one time they hang it, hung it from the Lionsgate Bridge. Yeah. And like this sounds like the work of engineering students to me. But didn't they say that it definitely was for a movie? But No, they didn't. They oh, said they didn't. that they thought it was. But they're oh. thinking now that it might be a prank of some sort. And I'm thinking engineering students, this is a trend that's like... Yeah. It's been happening for years. Yeah, I would back you on that for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but do they do it in Toronto? In Toronto. Yeah, that's what's weird. Maybe they're copying UBC. Yeah, good. Do it. Mm-hmm. We should call my uncle. He is an engineer in Toronto. Oh, there you go. So we had a young zoner named Andrew um, text in here with a little bit of like previous knowledge and insight into this. Just about the engineering pranks? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do them everywhere. I know in Western University, they stole the cornerstone of the law, universi- uh, the law building once. <laughs> and then they refused to give it back unless the homecoming queen or whatever the equivalent was agreed to go on a date with one of the engineers oh, oh no <laughs> um, another one was it western as well i'm not sure they replaced the clock hands with mickey mouse hands or something like that oh wow, wow. that's um, interesting so it, it's pretty common ubc is very well known for the beetle yeah uh, they had it down at the golden gate bridge the one year so that was their most high profile one Whoa. in san francisco yeah oh, yeah wow me. yeah and there was a lot of people very upset about it down there i think the police were looking into it. I don't think anybody got arrested, but then, yeah, there was 2009, there was five people got arrested in Vancouver for trying to do the same thing. Oh, boy. So when you hear about what was happening in Toronto where they, you know, had a car dangling from a bridge, do you think it's the engineering students? Like, does that sound like a... It's a little weird if it was on fire. That's a little reckless. Oh, no, it wasn't on fire. It was burned out, though. So oh. it was yeah, okay, like well, a, It had been on fire. Yeah, at one point, I guess. Um, so that would affect the structural integrity. Mm. Or could. So uh, I personally wouldn't want to hang a vehicle that had been on fire from a bridge. <laughs> so not very good engineering students. <laughs> I don't know. University of Toronto is the number one engineering school in Canada. So yeah. Interesting. But, yeah, could be anybody. And you're a fourth-year civil engineering student yourself. That's correct. Well, we didn't say your last name, Andrew, so uh, are you involved in any, have you ever been involved in any of these pranks, or have you got any planned and lined up? No, I pulled too many all-nighters studying to get into that kind of stuff. Oh, really? Because it's not easy, right? Like, actually, you would think that the brotherhood of engineers, even up to the teachers, would give credit for these incredible feats. I mean, the dangle a car off a bridge, that takes some planning, that takes some knowledge of engineering, doesn't it? It does. It also violates one of the core principles of engineering, which is public safety. Oh, nice. interesting. Okay. So, um, I mean, that's not to say there are there are pranks that can be done that do not put people in danger. Sure, yeah. Uh, but hanging a vehicle from a bridge is a little dangerous, depending on who you ask. Obviously, the ones who do it don't feel that it is. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to get a lot of faculty support for something like that. They do a lot of uh, inter-university competitions instead. Bridge, the bridge building contest is the biggest one for right. civil. Yeah. No pranking for me.
The B.C. government has purchased 144 hectares of parkland known as Eagle Heights. $625,000 of the $7.5 million purchase was contributed through the Habitat Conservation Trust Foundation um, and the Cowichan Community Land Trust. That's nice. Do they know what they're going to do with it? Make some nice parkland. Huh. What yeah. is that? Um, I can't say. I don't know how to pronounce it, Paul. It's there, right near the... Is there a road out there? Co, co, the, co, co? Co? I think it's Co? co. I think, no, I think co, it's Co? Silla. I think it's Co? Silla. Co, yeah, that, that, that river there. Co? Celia. <laughs> I can't say it. I'm sorry. Just having a dickens of a time trying to pronounce that <laughs> off the air. Yeah, just, just a dickens. Okay. Hello, Zone. Not even Drape. Was that Coca-Sila Road? Uh, we're both pretty sure it's pronounced Coxsila. Coxsila? Coxsila. Coca-Sila. Okay. All right. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Have a good one. Bye. And a business owner in Whistler is getting creative in his attempts to find housing for his staff as rising costs put accommodations out of reach for many. The owner of a new hotel said his solution was to buy a whole house and rent the rooms to his staff, charging only enough to cover the costs. <laughs> it got me thinking about, like, could you imagine if Boss Man did that for all of us? He's outside the door. Uh, buy Man, us a house! Here. Buy there us all a house to live in! Get on the microphone. So yeah. there's this story about a Whistler hotel owner, and he's having a hard time finding accommodation for his staff. Sure, yeah. So he decided <laughs> that he was going to buy an entire house yeah. in Whistler and the uh, peop- the staff will only have to cover the cost, but they'll all get to rent a room from this house. Oh, a crew and, house. Yeah, we yeah. were thinking, yeah. you should do that for us, boss man. Hey, I've been in a crew house before. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Way too many shenanigans. Yeah, you guys will be you'll guys. be even later when coming to work. Shenanigans. You'll look like crazy people. No, it's not going to happen. <laughs> okay, uh-huh. all, right. all right. Imagine how dirty yeah. the hot tub would be in the house. <laughs> oh, stop already! You're going to be a rooftop hot tub. Imagine the house parties we could throw. Uh, right? Yeah, forget it. You'd be a promotion. Come to our house party. Sign this waiver first. No <laughs> death waiter. Thanks, boss man, for okay. your input. No house. Awesome. Thanks, boss man. Thanks for joining the PJ Party. For more from Paul and Jenny, get them live 2 to 6 weekday afternoons on The Zone at 91.3 or around the world via the Internet's tubes at thezone.fm. Do them a solid and leave a review wherever you get this podcast and tell your friends about it. Paul and Jenny are both on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so get in touch. Thanks for joining the PJ Party.